Hello, and welcome back to the Energy Scan podcast, your weekly access to timely analysis and data on energy markets from top experts at NG Global Energy Management and Sales. I am your host, Zoe. This program is dedicated to exploring the weekly macroeconomic trends as well as focusing on the oil market. We will be interviewing Olivier Gasnier, Senior Economist at NG Gems for Macroeconomic, Foreign Exchange and Oil Market Research. Hi, Zoe. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. This week, markets are seeing the shadow of recession again. Yes, indeed. When for weeks, markets have been focusing on the forthcoming inflation of monetary policies, they saw their confidence shaken by a series of indicators showing a better than expected resilience of activity in the US, but also in the Eurozone, just before the meetings of the main central banks. Such as which economic indicators? Uh, the week started in the U.S. with an ISM services index up to 56.5 in November and ended with a rebound in household confidence, according to the University of Michigan survey, as well as higher than expected producer prices, the PPI. In particular, the index excluding energy and food, uh, so the core index rose by 0.4% over the month. Similarly, industrial orders rebounded by 0.8% on the months in Germany in October, while uh, production fell by only 0.1%. Okay, and so what exactly does this mean if activity is more resilient than expected then? Well, it fuels fears of stronger than expected monetary tightening. Accentuated uh, the steepest inversion of the uh, US yield curve since 1981, and thus increased expectations of a recession. If you look at the major U.S. banks, they are becoming increasingly pessimistic in their forecast and are beginning to cut back on staff. Tell us about China. What is the news after the anti-COVID protests a couple of weeks ago? Our support for the change in China's uh, anti-COVID policy dissipated, with now very pessimistic scenarios of millions of deaths accompanying the relaxation of controls due to very low herd immunity which could delay the full reopening of the uh, the full reopening of the economy. Oh wow, okay. On to the week ahead. Uh, the week ahead looks to be a key one for the markets. If the e- the Fed, the ECB and the Bank of England are expected to decide to reduce the pace of their key rate hikes from plus 75 base point to plus 50 base point, this inflation has already been widely anticipated by the market. It's the rhetoric that will accompany uh, this decision and in the case of the Fed, the updated forecast that will be important. And right before that, we'll have had the U.S. inflation and activity figures. Yes, November U.S. inflation figures will be released on Tuesday. A further drop is expected from 77 to 7.3% for total inflation and from 63 to 6.1% for core inflation. If core inflation falls less than expected again, the pressure on the Fed will be even greater. We also have many key indicators in the US, China and the euro area. On to the oil markets. What can we predict seeing the risk associated with the implementation of new measures against Russia? Well, we started off the week with a sharp rise of Brent first nearby prices up to $88 per barrel due to the start of the EU embargo on the price cap on Russian oil, as well as the hopes for a recovery in the Chinese economy. 
then they plunged on fears of monetary tightening and recession like all risky assets. And Brent crude fell to $76 per barrel, which was the lowest level of the year. It seems like concerns about supply have therefore been completely supplanted by concerns about demand then. Indeed. It's surprising that this sharp decline in prices comes at precisely the time when there are risks of a significant drop in Russian supply. The Russian president has said that the $60 per barrel price cap does not affect his country's revenues since market prices are lower. But he has also threatened to restrict Russian output in order to help prices recover. And how are OPEC reacting to this news? If the price decline were to continue, it's likely that they, they may decide to cut uh, output. But it should be noted that the actual production cut in November was much lower than the uh, 2 million barrels per day uh, cut decided early October. It was only minus 0.3 million barrels per day, and that was due to the rebound in Russian output and also uh, uh, the Kazakhstan output. And uh, talking about the Russian production, this is very likely to be short-lived. Thank you, Olivier, for these clear insights. See you all next week for your weekly Energy Scan podcast. Stay up to date about energy market trends in no time, build market views with top quality data, and interact with experts to support your decision making. Visit energyscan.ng.com to learn more.